0: Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cartavillas.
1: Welcome to Motorsport
0: 411,
1: your home for all your four and two wheel action in Africa. Coming up in this episode, we'll have a preview to this weekend's FIM Motocross of African Nations event in Uganda. And we'll speak to Kenyan rally driver Raji Barrage, who's received a huge sponsorship from Minty Motorsport. All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome to the episode. So, after last hosting the event in 2012, Uganda prepares to host the FIM uh, Motocross of African Nations event. <laughs> Earlier, I got to speak to ASN Stewart and team manager for Uganda, Semakula Katende, and I asked him how the preparations are going on for the event that's set to
2: be held between the 19th and the 21st of August. Uh, thank you so much, you guys, for hosting me. I'm the event manager uh, for Team Uganda. The event will start on the 19th uh, till 21st, and. Um, on the 19th, documentation, uh, checking of bikes, everything of that uh, that sort will be done on the, on the 19th. And then, the next day, 20th, which will be a Saturday, we shall have practice. Uh, practice, starts, parade, and then in the afternoon, we shall do hit one. And then, uh, Sunday, 21st, we shall do a uh, practice, and then second hit and third hit. Yes, and then prize giving uh, at the end.
1: All right, uh, can you confirm the countries uh, that are coming for the event? um We have South Africa,
2: and uh, yes, there's Zimbabwe, but though Zimbabwe is uh, fielding few riders, um, South Africa has about uh, 17 riders coming to take part. Zambia has uh, 25 riders, uh, they also coming to compete. We have Botswana, and then there's Kenya, which is coming with twenty nine riders. Uh, we have Tanzania, which has seven riders, and uh, Morocco, uh, which has six riders: uh, three in MX two and three in MX one. And yes, and the hosts, of course, Uganda.
1: That must be a, a record. Uh, I'm seeing so many entries uh, coming. Uh, I- I'm sure it's going
2: to be uh, logistically quite challenging for you. Uh, yes, uh, it, uh, like, it's a big event, definitely, we have to face, uh, we have to get challenges, but, uh, we're not, um, scared of the challenges, we have to encounter them. Uh, like, I, as you already see, we're already being challenged, track venues, but, uh, we're doing every effort to make sure that, uh, the event, uh, ends successfully. And yes, also, the more, the merrier, the more the riders, uh, the more the fun of the event, uh, so we expect it to be fun despite the challenges. Uh, just tell us about the venue. The event at the moment, everything is planned for Victoria Raceway Park Garuga. Um, the Wakiso, that's in Tebe, uh, in Tebe and, uh, yeah, that's it. We've been hosting races there, uh, in FIM Africa, Fem Africa, the CSE event. So, and, uh, events have been ending successfully um like if i talk of kenyans it's a favorite uh venue for them and us ugandans and yeah we're hoping that things will go well at the end of the day today and uh yes we shall host the event at garuga um the chances are that we have 90 percent according to the inspectors because they are not uh we would be worried if they are telling us that we're coming to inspect and see whether to be possible but they are Even advising what we should do, Uh, do this right, do this right, make sure the fencing is okay. Majorly, um, they're focusing on three things. That's the fencing to controlling the crowd, uh, putting the fence right with the right measurements. And then um, irrigation system to make sure we suppress the dust uh, completely. So uh, the irrigation system is being handled well as per regulations, as per directive from the inspectors. And then uh, lastly is uh, medical insurance, uh, which is also being handled. And uh, we, we are ready concerning those three major issues that they, they hinted about. Then these others are minor, uh, which do not need uh, to be done these days. These are things that can be done eve of the event for instance uh mobile toilets Uh, you cannot uh, bring mobile toys and, and and place them at the venue for inspectors so i think they have to believe in you that they will be at the venue on the day because they are just hired
1: Super. Now, uh, Samakula, can you tell us about the state of motocross uh, in Uganda? Uh, we see that uh, probably South Africa would be the biggest challenger uh, at the uh, motocross of nations. Uh, but uh, motocross, of course, are uh, heavily reliant on equipment, uh, a very expensive sport. Uh, how is it uh,
2: we saw, of course, uh, that uh, Uganda beat Kenya earlier this year? Um, yes, uh, that's a good question. And uh, now Uganda beat Kenya. Uh, last the, the last time you're here uh, in April um, now it's going to be even uh, a more thrashing uh, reason being uh, now we achieved unity uh, with the other breakaway group now we became one remember we have uh, riders like Fortune Sentamu, we have the Oland brothers, uh, Gift Sebuguzi, all those guys joined uh, so we have a strong team as Uganda to take on the rest of Africa um, South Africa is, uh, is is the powerhouse, of course, we know, but uh, we are ready to challenge. Uh, we also have uh, very fast riders in the junior classes, uh, like the Katende brothers, Hubert Mwange, Jamara Makumbi, Arise Sekamwa, uh, Ramadan Mugiru, uh, in the junior classes. Uh, but we're also aware that Kenya is also another uh, very strong team. Um, we know, we, we, we are aware that, uh, Kenya is fielding eight, uh, MX-65, uh, is the fastest class in Kenya. And, uh, yes, we are looking forward to having them here and, uh, see how it will, it will transpire. But, uh, I know Luis Ogonyi, Kigen, Tuma, uh, Mathenge, Kamundia, and then, uh, uh Ogwe Tho- Those guys are very, very fast, uh, Thuku and then also. We also know 50cc, you have the fastest riders in uh, Dylan Hatanga and uh, De uh, the South Alexander. Foc- we are focused and we know the guys that are going to challenge us and we're preparing well for them. We're we not lo- only looking at South Africa, we're also looking at Kenya because they're fielding a big number and in uh, they've brought very fast riders in every category. And yes, uh, Rolf Kihara in MX1 I uh, will be handled by Maxim Van P. Alistair, Blake from Uganda. Uh, the only fortunate thing that we know, Kenyan riders, South Africa, we don't know them. So we we shall see during practice how we shall, uh, we shall handle the South African team. But at least I know the challenge uh, is big and uh, Kenya is not simple. Uh, so most of the countries are looking at South Africa but you have kenya uh zambia zambia we can handle just that uh, zambia is too good in a ladies class and uh masters uh but those few classes only two classes cannot make you win a country trophy so we are looking at a general competition and um the countries in contention are south africa kenya and the hosts uganda Semakula Katende, uh, thank you so much and the best of luck with the event. Uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. It's been a pleasure hosting me on Motorsport 411. Uh, wishing you a good day to you guys. That's ASN Stewart and team manager for Uganda,
1: Semakula Katende. We'll be back. <coughs>
0: the four and two-wheeled action motorsport 411
1: welcome back now rally driver Raji barrage is returning to the sport after receiving a huge sponsorship booster from minty Motorsport. barrage and his team have acquired a skoda r5 but unfortunately the car could not arrive before the wrc safari rally him how disappointed he was uh, not to compete in the wrc safari rally
0: Obviously, it was disappointing. Everybody wants to do the WRC. It's a massive stage and everything. Um, but, you know, the, the key thing is that everybody in the team was trying super, super hard. Um, everybody tried everything possible. Um, so, yeah, in that, in that aspect, you know, I couldn't have asked for more from the team. Um, it was just unfortunate that stuff out of our hands um, meant that the car didn't get here. Um, and we just had to deal with it and move on. Um, in terms of how disappointed I was, uh, let me put it this way. Of course, I can say I was disappointed, but at the same time, I've got a drive in an R5. You know, if if uh, earlier this year, I didn't know about that. If in January or November last year, somebody told me next year at some point to be driving an R5, I would have taken it. I wouldn't have said I have to have it for the WRC. So um, overall, there's not a lot of disappointment because I'm just super excited to have an R5 to drive. Uh,
1: just tell us about your relationship with Minty Motorsport and uh, how you came to an agreement to acquire the r5 i
0: mean it's it really is a fantastic opportunity to be part of minty i mean something i've been working uh, my entire life for just i mean i've dedicated all of my life really to motorsports um, and to finally have a team reach out and, and offer me a drive and the support to to be out there regularly and in a in a top car is just phenomenal um, yeah I, I mean <laughs> it's is not I, in terms of what the relationship is it's just a really it's just a really cool relationship Joey and the entire team um, are very supportive um, and uh, we've got a journey ahead of us um, and they're 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 being really cool about what the uh, what the expectations are. you know, it's just uh, this year is about learning. Take getting back into nationals as as you know, I haven't been doing nationals for I don't know six, seven years now, so there's a lot of stuff to remember. There's a team to build um, a lot of work to be done on pace notes and et cetera. So yeah, they they're just it's really easy to work with them, which is really cool
1: you could say the relationship uh, really built up during the classic Safari rally. Uh, you had a very impressive run.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, yeah, thank God I did that rally because, uh, and, uh, you know, Caricho Gold and Safaricom came on board and, and made that possible. Um, and the East African Safari rally was also very welcoming and trying to make me a part of that event. Um, so thank God I did that. Um, and regardless of the eventual retirement with the gearbox, as, you know, our performance was. Um, maybe I could use the word uh, respectable (laughs) Uh, so yeah we had a decent performance and that was noticed and uh, and yeah that that was one of the motivating factors for then us uh, getting the drive so that was probably the best money I've ever spent in my life doing that rally
1: (laughs) (laughs) now um you you've been uh, very active on social media, uh, telling us the story of uh, how the car came in. Um, there was, uh, and this is not the first time I've heard about it. Uh, there was a lot of frustration uh, getting the car cleared uh, through customs. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: uh, what does one say about that? It's. Uh, I think without saying anything, everybody knows all the frustrations, right? I mean, I, it's it's just very difficult to get stuff cleared. Um, It would be nice if uh, our systems were a bit easier to work with, but that isn't the case. Um, But at the end of the day, we got it out. You know, it's just a lot of processes. Um, I think one thing that would really help if I, let me put it this way. I don't want to say that this would didn't work and that didn't work. What would be nice is if the governing body can work with the government to make it easier to bring rally cars into the country there's a process to bring rally cars in at the moment that seems to only make it more difficult to bring rally cars in uh, which is counterproductive i don't think anybody's obviously done that um, on purpose it's just the Currently, it doesn't really actually help. Um, and it would be really nice for future cars coming in and uh, to encourage the sport to make it much easier to get a car in. Um, because, yeah, even if our rally car did arrive a week before the Safari, the WRC, we still wouldn't have got it out. So we need that needs to be addressed, I think.
1: Now, it is uh, literally a completely different uh, rally car to, say, an Evo 10. Uh, how did it feel? Uh, what were your emotions uh, first sitting in the car? Yeah, I mean uh,
0: massive excitement. Um you know this is the first ever purpose-built rally car. That's the key difference here is you know you're sort of going back to the original days of having purpose-built rally cars. The Skoda is a purpose-built rally car. It's not a it's not a road car that really has been I mean like an Evo 10 and Sparrows, whilst well, so they're incredible cars. There's a lot of it that's still about comfort and you know you've got these big dashboards and and lots of space and etc and the the Skoda is just meant for rallying. So just the excitement of being able to Get into something that is made for one purpose. You know, it's kind of like getting on a motor uh, on a scram scrambler, a motorbike. A scrambler is not meant for you to go comfortably to the shops with or to go cruising with. It's meant to do motocross jumps. This is kind of what the Skoda is like. It's meant for a purpose and it's just such a privilege to drive something like that. Anybody that just loves cars, driving something like that just makes puts a massive smile on your face. So there was some tentativeness, but I got used to it reasonably quickly. Um, but what I am finding is getting being able to drive it is, is reasonably simple. You, know, you can get in and drive it, but trying to find the potential out of the car and everything it can do, that will take time. Um, it's definitely going to take me time to to find real pace in this car
1: yeah you're talking about purpose-built uh, you've uh, of course in fact uh, if i remember right uh, you've been competing in an evo 10 uh, in the safari rally uh, how different is the car uh, to an evo 10
0: massively i mean the brakes are on another level completely um on the first test i i think the first day i was breaking myself by like 100 meters in sometimes you go for the brakes and the car just stops and you have to start accelerating again um, and then the turn in is phenomenal but the yeah the, I think the biggest difference is is the suspension the the R5s can <laughs> I mean until you sit in one you really actually can't describe how much the the suspension on these cars can do so that's very very cool <laughs>
1: You've got uh, Tapio and uh, Of course, uh, he was competing. Uh, for those uh, that know Tapio and they know him for his phenomenal rally skills. Uh, but he's also a rally trainer and he's come on board uh, to help you get used to the car.
0: Yeah, um, Minty Motorsport, was really, uh, it was really cool that they offered to let that happen because uh, whilst we have the year to get used to the car, we also don't want to take... Um, too too long um, doing that and one of the things that everybody felt was you can spend three four rallies trying to find what what the car can do or you can get someone like tapio to just tell you what it can do and show you what it can do and you know then you have a target you know it's uh the, the thing with this skoda as well is you can get into it and as i found on the first day you can get into it and drive it quite easily and you you feel like you're going fast and maybe you're going a little bit fast but the car can do so much more. So it's quite easy to actually get into a comfort zone with this car, thinking you're fast. And then someone like Tapio reminds you that you really are not going quick at all. <laughs> so, it's been a humbling experience, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, just tell us, what, what's the ultimate goal with uh, Minty Motorsport? Now, you've got the R5 in the country. Uh, I understand you are taking part in the Nanyuki Rally. Um, j- just tell us, what, what's the ultimate goal uh, in terms of this car? Uh, are you going to be competing in the Africa Rally Championship, for example?
0: Yeah, the goal, um, as, as Minty has said, is to do the Kenya National Championship and the African Rally Championship. Um, and uh, obviously, try and bag both titles. Uh, this year is just about learning the car because there's a lot to do, and as I said, because we haven't actively been doing nationals, um, it's also about building up a team um, and getting everybody used to the car, and you know, myself getting back up to that sort of level. So yeah, the, but the plan is KNRCs and ARCs, and then see where it goes from there. Um, you know, we wanted to, we obviously want to do more and more, but steps at a time
1: now it's not just about you of course as your navigator there's your team uh, can you tell us about them
0: yeah i mean uh obviously uh just need and i have known each other for a really long time and rallied with each other uh so that's it's really cool to be in the car with them. um this is something that actually I, I can't say too much about right now because we're sort of building the team but what i can say is i'm just really blessed again to have so many people around me that are willing to sacrifice their time and and uh, energies and everything and late nights and early mornings to to you know help me do what i love doing um so yeah i just uh, you know in addition to everybody around me from just neil and lionel and kevin and bugua and all the guys that that have worked with me for so long um now i'm getting input from professionals that are helping us train our our local team on this car Um, and then i'm getting access to people like tapio so from a team perspective it's This is one of the coolest times in my life because even when we went to this test, I'm normally just sort of in charge of everything and I'm doing the fuel and I'm doing the tires and the accommodation and everything. And the big change that's happening now is I'm being told, well, Raji, you know, you can't be involved with any of this. Go away, Um, shut up and (laughs) and drive the car, which uh, will be cool, but it'll be difficult for me to stop being in charge of everything because I've done it for so long.
1: Yeah, in case you're wondering, uh, it's just Neil Gatori who's his uh, navigator. Um, just looking at the state of the Kenya National Rally Championship right now, uh, th- it's obviously in transition uh, with Carl uh, Tundo and Boldev Chaga uh, on a break, uh, so to speak, uh, from uh, full-time rallying. Uh, where we're seeing uh, Karan Patel uh, dominating the local scene. Uh, from your perspective, what what do you make of the current state of the Kenya National Rally Championship?
0: Um. Of course, everybody wants it to have more entries and uh, that's the goal. I I would personally, obviously, it's it's a bit easier for me to say because now I have this opportunity, but I would really encourage everyone to, to try and change the narrative because I think in the last few months, the narrative has been very negative and you know we can all keep saying this is dead and that is dead and blah, 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 or we can change the narrative in terms of, well, what should we be doing to make it better? Um, I think that current should be given a, a lot of respect because he's a phenomenal driver. He's put a lot of effort into everything that he's done. Um, towards the end of uh, when Flash and Baldy and he were fighting for seconds, literally at the end of whatever it was 2021 20, I guess um, you know it was really phenomenal the level that all three of them were driving at um, and, and you know current is deservedly doing what he's doing right now I'm looking forward to competing with him but I'm under no illusions in terms of arriving at the first rally and having his sort of pace it takes time to get used to a car like this so I'm really looking forward to racing with him but you know uh, I think it'll take some time you know Karan's been driving this car for a long time and he's he's very quick in terms of flash and baldy i really hope they come back actually um i've, I've seen one interview with baldy and i had something flash said i think about it won't be long so it would be really cool to have them back as well but even the look everybody else that has a car at home i think if the regulations can be a bit more flexible in terms of allowing people with you know a safe expired seat to still be part of a rally i think that should be changed so that we can get a bunch of people back in
1: how much of it comes down to the economy and how much of it is down to the regulations uh, with a low number of entries?
0: You know, the the regulations I think can be amended quite it should be able to amend it quite easily, but I don't think it's I don't think it's so much about the regulations to be honest at the moment. I think the primary thing is the is the economy. Um, as, as you're aware, I haven't been rallying for a long time. You know, I've been doing a classic a year um, and that was all down to the economy. And then I'm in tourism, so COVID absolutely decimated our industry. Uh, so the only reason I can rally right now is because Minty has, has taken me on board. So, yeah, I, you know, I think we also need to be a bit kinder to our sport in terms of it's suffering because it's not a cheap sport and and uh, the economy isn't doing well. Um, it's not so much that people don't want to rally. it's It's the finances are very difficult.
1: Raji, uh, you're in the tourism business. Uh, of course, uh, rallying is more or less a part-time uh, job for you, so to speak. Uh, uh, how, how's it been for you in terms of your business and uh, how you're coping?
0: I mean, this is the most character-building three years I've ever had in my life. Um, yeah, anybody that knows me knows I like to be in control of stuff. And the main thing that COVID taught me was I can make all the plans I want to. But if the universe wants to do what it's going to do, I can't change it. So... It was a it was very character building um, it taught me a lot of patience, which actually, you know, I think everybody would say that going through COVID, they all learned new lessons. They learned how to adapt in business. Um, but the great news is that our lodge, uh, Lentori, has stayed with the exact same team that we went into COVID with. We haven't lost anybody. Um, the lodge is, is doing well. We've got happy guests and happy clients and, I mean, uh, happy travelers. So, yeah, we're, we're very blessed that everything has stayed together and, and we're still going because a lot of people didn't make it through that.
1: I guess uh, the fact that uh, the elections have been relatively peaceful, uh, we've also seen uh, just very recently Lewis Hamilton in the country. I, I guess, uh, you know, it's, it's really helped in terms of tourism, uh, you know, sort of continuing uh, uh, as if uh, business is normal
0: yeah i mean it's i think the country has handled this really really well and the cool thing is that even the world has handled it really well i think in previous years the press has not uh, not the local press but the international press hasn't done kenya any favors i think there's been some really bad reporting um internationally for no reason you know taking out stock photos of of, of stuff that happened 20 25 years ago um and this year that hasn't happened we've had a really good election and uh, yeah we haven't had Any guest, any tourist, ask us about elections. Everybody just wanted to travel and come to our beautiful country.
1: Fantastic. So just to confirm, uh, you will be taking part uh, with the Skoda in Nanuki.
0: Correct. Yeah, we're very much looking forward to it. I can't. It feels like I've been waiting my entire life for this Nanuki rally, so I can't wait for it.
1: (laughs) Super. The best of luck. uh, And thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411.
0: Uh, Thank you for the call and stay well, Sean.
1: That's Minty Motorsport sponsored driver Raji Barrage uh, speaking to us on Motorsport 411. We'll be back.
0: Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis.
1: So that's it for the show this week. Our thanks once again to ASN Stewart and manager for Team Uganda, Semakula Katende. And Minty Motorsport sponsored driver Raji Barrage. Our thanks as always to Big City Studios. I'm Sean Cotterville.